it is actually great to be in person with you and to preach with you um, in the same room and not to a video camera. When uh, we made the, tri the pivot to um, being digital only, I said to the dean and to the staff, you know, of course, none of this was really budgeted for, but did we at least budget for a makeup crew? Um, since if we're going to be on video, we, we need the appropriate makeup. Um, and that has yet to materialize. I've said it before, but it bears repeating. Prophets do not make great guests at cocktail parties. They are not polite company. One need only imagine John the Baptist sitting for high tea at the Brown Palace in his ensemble of camel hair and locusts to get a sense of this. Chief among the socially distasteful dreamers and artists whom we call prophets is Ezekiel. Between his eating of a scroll lying on one side at a time for 430 days in a row, and visions of a will flying in the middle of another will. It is difficult to take this prophet seriously. He can't compose himself long enough for us to do so. At the outset of Ezekiel 17, a great winged eagle comes and plucks the crown off of a cedar tree. The crown of the cedar tree is the short-lived reign of King Jehoiakim. Repeat after me, King Jehoiakim. King Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim's reign is only 100 days because he is taken captive and exiled by Nebuchadnezzar, the great king of Babylon an empire much more powerful than Ezekiel's homeland of Judah. This plucking of the crown of the cedar tree, the forced removal of his people's head of state, is a destabilizing event. It portends the eventual captivity and exile of Israel's elite class by and to Babylon. It also, unfortunately, foreshadows the destruction of Ezekiel and others' beloved Jerusalem just a decade later. <laughs> but what does this have to do with anything? I am glad you asked. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, say neighbor, neighbor. What is your Jehoiakim? What is your Jehoiakim? Your Jehoiakim, your Jehoiakim is that thing, that person, or that situation that brings stability, wholeness, and a sense of certainty to your life. Your Jehoiakim might be your job, your home, your marriage, your health, or your finances. Sometimes your Jehoiakim may not even be noticeable until it or they have been suddenly plucked from you and you are left to pick up the shattered glass in its wake. One obvious Jehoiakim that many of us share in common is the predictability of life 
that shattered in March of 2020. Until then, large swaths of our population boarded planes, commuted to and from work, shopped in grocery stores, ate outside of their homes, inside of restaurants, and did all of this without wearing a face mask. Predictability, routine, and repetition were our Jehoiakim. And in the blink of an eye, seemingly, Jehoiakim disappeared and we were left, and what was left was memories of what was and the ambiguity of the unknown. But God, turn to your neighbor and say, but God, but God, but God has the last word. Verse 22 of Ezekiel 17. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. I will set it out on the mountain height of Israel. I will plant it in order that it may produce boughs and bear fruit and become a noble cedar. While Nebuchadnezzar plucked Jehoiakim, the crown of the figurative cedar tree, from his people and nation, God will pluck another cedar's topmost branches and use it not to destroy the nation of Judah, but to restore it. And not just restore it, but make it capable in ways that were previously assumed as unimaginable. I am no arborist, but I am told that cedar trees in that part of the world do not bear fruit. And yet, look at your neighbor and say, and yet. And yet, and yet the cedar God will plant does. Let's pause here for just a moment. In due season, in God's time, after my Jehoiakim, my stability, my predictability, my routine has been plucked, God will miraculously provide me with abilities, experiences, and skills that were assumed to be impossible. Cedars don't bear fruit, but this one does. This one does. Let us pray. God of Jehoiakim, you are our companion even when everything appears to fall apart. You are our rock, our strength, our stay. We thank you, we praise you, we magnify your great name, and we ask that you'll sustain us, especially in times of grief. Amen.